Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. I believe in this team, and I believe in the city. That's why I'm especially proud to be the owner of the Oilers. Oilers drilled him with a right hand, then missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. A lot of work to do. My goal is to lead this team to become an elite team in the National Hockey League. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Arthur Platt. This is Malal Lucci. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Self-indulgence to open up today's show. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you on Oilers Now. Yes, one of my top five albums of all time. It was a great album back in the mid-1980s. Peter Gabriel, so with Red Rain, this is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from Digitex.ca e-commerce store. No need to spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Your all-in-one convenient location is at Digitex.ca. Digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology, software, IT, and supplies. This is Oilers Now, jam-packed edition of the show. Oh, wow. It's an amazing time, let me tell you. Coming up on today's show, 1220 today, Edmonton Oilers goaltending prospect Olivier Rodrigue, who dealt with a groin injury during the course of the second half of the season, signed his NHL deal a couple days ago. Uh, We'll hook up with Olivier uh, to get his thoughts on things at this time. Every Friday on Oilers Now, courtesy of our friends at the River Cree Resort and Casino, Elliot Friedman joins us. He'll make his appearance today at 12.35. About two and a half weeks ago, Brian Lawton, who started Octagon's hockey agency, 
making it one of the biggest hockey agencies in the world. Octagon is a mammoth agency business. They represent movie stars and musicians and you name it. Brian Lawton, who later would go on to be the general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning, now an analyst for the NHL Network, said, and I quote, I got a name for you guys, unsolicited at the end of an interview, Dave Tippett. To talk a bit about Dave Tippett, to talk a bit about some of the other coaching hires around the league, like Ralph Kruger and DJ Smith, and to talk about the upcoming Stanley Cup final, Brian Lawton at 105 on today's edition of Oilers. Now, the Memorial Cup semifinal game takes place tonight. Guelph will play Rouen Narenda. The Western Hockey League is out of the tournament again. Fourth consecutive year that the WHL went 0-3. And Prince Albert had a really good team. I thought Prince Albert's team on paper was the best team the West had sent since Leon Dreisaitl and Kelowna lost to DJ Smith in the 2015 Memorial Cup. But uh, PA got eliminated to talk about this dry run for the Western Hockey League play-by-play voice of the Red Deer Rebels, Cam Moon. Edmonton Eskimos kept off preseason action this weekend. Dave Campbell is their radio analyst. He will appear on the show today at 148. Brendan Escott's a big part of things. Brendan, how are you doing? Good as ever, Bob. Still waiting on the uh, the shoe to drop here on the coaching front, aren't we? Well, uh, you know what? You know what's taking place next week? The Combine. Okay. And uh, you will be in this chair Thursday and Friday next week as I'll be shuffling off to uh, Buffalo uh, with uh, Jack Michaels and uh, the Oilers web team. Um, um, I would think that, you know, if something gets consummated here, and again, all signs point to Dave Tippett, but if something gets consummated, I think we're looking at Monday or there may be a delay because I, I have a feeling that Ken Holland is going to want to go in with the Oiler scouts. I know that they've got interviews starting as early as Monday with the various players, and Ken wants to be heavily involved in that. Of course, Detroit was uh, drafting, what, 6-37, and 37, and Edmonton's drafting 8-39, and 39, so somewhat in similar areas, but uh, we'll wait and see what ends up transpiring. Uh, TSN's Bob McKenzie reporting earlier today that... Uh, Ken Holland had flown back to Detroit for the weekend. Uh, here's how you get a hold of us. You can reach us, and we haven't done a lot of open line time. We will do some next week, maybe maybe next Monday or Tuesday. You can reach us on a River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. They have the cult at the River Cree, June 7th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. You can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Don't buy a new or pre-owned Ford without giving Heartland Ford in Fort Saskatchewan a chance. Experience the difference of... Heartland Ford. I've been in a F-150 for the season. It's been awesome, let me tell you. Last night on Inside Sports, Reed Wilkins had a couple of local area products that are going to be the participants in the upcoming Stanley Cup Final, which will start Monday night. As we go into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. We'll start with... uh, some thoughts from Colton Pareko on the St. Louis Blues rallying after the officials blew the uh, hand pass non-call, which allowed San Jose to win game three of the series. Blues subsequently won three straight. Here's Colton Pareko. Yeah, obviously it was a big point in the series. I mean, first game at home in the series, and um, it, it was an opportunity to go up in the series and take the series lead. And uh, I think that that would have been huge for us. And evidently, like you said, um, things happen. Everyone's human, which it's, it's the sports, it's the game we play. We we play a fast, 
fast-paced game, and obviously that happened. So for our team, we understood kind of what what happened, and obviously it's frustrating at the time and um, everything like that. But as soon as we got in the locker room, we we kind of just put put it behind us. Where there's nothing honestly you could do at that point. It's, the only thing you could do um, is start focusing on the next game, and that was Game Four. And I thought we did a good job. We came out in Game Four. I think we might have scored in the first minute uh, of that game, um, and then we just continue to press through through the rest of the series and um it was almost one of those things we could have took a step backward from it or uh push forward from it and i thought we did a good job of just kind of putting it behind us and um kind of using it to our advantage maybe a little bit in game four and getting out to a quick start all right, uh, so Colton Pareko from the St. Louis Blues. Meanwhile, Jake Dabrowski of the Boston Bruins had these comments and the fact the Bruins got it done early, round three. They swept the Carolina Hurricanes in four straight. And Dabrowski had uh, these thoughts on the long layoff in between the series. Yeah, it has been different. It's been uh, unusual, to say the least, especially just watching um, you know, the other St. Louis series and as of late. I mean, you know, we're all fans of the game. We watch you know, games together, but it's kind of weird to understand that this is a team or one of the teams that we'll see in. Um, you know, you're just kind of, I guess, counting down till till that is kind of known, and and now it's getting you know turned up. We have we have that inner squad game tonight, but um, I think what they've done you know throughout these days is um, you know, obviously practicing and um, you know differently than we normally practice. It's, it's a little longer and um, more battle drills and a little more intense just to kind of keep that you know game readiness up and um, and then some weightlifting as well. I think you've had probably one or two days off, but. It does feel weird not playing in, in a game. I think, like you know, consecutively. I think we had about a month or, or a month and a half at least of you know every second day you're playing in the game, and it was you know it's pretty much war out there. So the fact that you kind of have more than you know enough time to, to get adjusted, it does feel weird, but um, it's also exciting. You know, it's just more so counting down to when the puck drops for game one. All right, that's Jake Dabrowski, uh, as well as uh, Colton Pareko, local area products that are going to be playing in the Stanley Cup final. Now, you can text us at any time at 630-630. We'll go to our Heartland Ford text line right now. Uh, the Fizzler has texted the show, Bob, may I make a humble suggestion? As much as I love hearing Jay Woodcroft, John Shannon, Craig Simpson, and Louis Dabrowski, I would also love to hear an interview with somebody who holds a contrary opinion on the Edmonton Oilers. A little disagreement makes for interesting radio. That one comes to us from the Fizzler. And again, you can text us at 630-630. Another text comes up uh, here. It says, uh, it's out of Grand Prairie, Alberta. Uh, Bob and Brendan, uh, the more I think about it, the more uh, the rumored Larson for Ritzelainen trade makes sense. Both guys need a change. Darlene needs a defense first, right pairing guy. We need a right shot puck mover. Plus, I think Ristolainen and Pugliarvi would make good pals on the team. Uh, the text goes on to say, I think Pugliarvi needs a young Finn friend. Can make all the difference sometimes. And keep Lucic. Just get him a right wing for Nugent Hopkins. All righty. There you go. Texas from 630, 630. Um <laughs> Another text comes in saying, Bob, I heard that the Edmonton Oilers are pursuing Nick Letty. The source doesn't have much merit. Eklund, uh, your thought on Letty and the cost to acquire him? Uh, yeah, I don't... Uh, I, I do... You know what? I, I get this... Put, put it this way. There's When you're discussing potential trade options and those sort of things, there's no wrong answer, okay, at this stage. 
every suggestion, there's, you know, hey, absolutely. You look at Larson for Ristolainen, and you can see how that would kind of make sense. I'd be intrigued to see what the injury to Zach Bogosian uh, and what ends up doing to the Buffalo Sabres and how it changes things for Ralph Kruger. 12-17 in Edmonton. I am just going to slide this right over here. Here we go. As... Uh, <laughs> As promised, we're going to get to Edmonton Oilers goaltending prospect Olivier Rodrigue, uh, who's been kind enough to join us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Hello, Olivier. How you doing? Hi, really good, you? Yeah. Good. Uh, interesting year. How excited are you to get yourself an NHL contract? Very excited. It's a, grand, it's a big moment for me and my family, so it's pretty nice. Lots of uh, goaltenders, uh, young goaltenders in the Oilers organization. Stuart Skinner, Dylan Wells, you met some of those guys last year. Um, have uh, Have you mapped out a plan for yourself? Uh, you get the deal done, do you see yourself back in junior? Because you still got uh, two more years of eligib- uh, eligibility. One is a 19-year-old next year. Um, where do you Where do you kind of got yourself uh, going moving forward here? Yeah, just like you said, uh, I'm Probably gonna go back in junior next year. I'm I'm still pretty young, so and after that I will I think I will make a, my debut in pro. So I don't know what is the plan for the organization. But I will try to do my best to play at the best level I can. Uh, you had a uh, an interesting year this year. You saw a lot of action, and then you got what you got hurt in March and didn't play for about six weeks, right? What was the injury? Yeah. Uh, how how much of a challenge, Olivier, was that for you to deal with? I pulled my groin uh, really bad, and I tried to skate a little bit too soon, and I got injured again during a practice. So that took an extra two weeks. So was was hard for me because I was the first time I I was not playing a due of uh, injury so and it was a play of time so was not cool at all we're joined by uh, Oilers' second-round draft choice from the 2018 NHL draft. Olivier Rodrigue signed an NHL deal the other day. Uh, you played for Drummondville, and they had a pretty good team. Um, you guys went three rounds of the playoffs. Did you feel comfortable when you did finally get back? Because you didn't. You, you got some action, in, I, I, as I recall, in round three. But you were away for a while, weren't you? So how comfortable were you once you got back in the lineup? Every time I step on the ice, I have to be at 100%. I was feeling good. And the the game, I jumped in the game, I I was feeling very good. And I made 20 saves on 20 shots. So it was a good game for me. And the next day, I I started the game. And I felt felt like the the six weeks I was not playing was like, coming on my back and I was not uh, sharp at all. What do you think is your biggest area of strength as a goaltender, Olivier? My positioning is really good and I always give an edge on the on the puck and I'm always square so always fronting shot. How uh, how much of an influence has your uh, father, Sylvain, been, who's uh, one of the Oilers' two goaltending coaches? He works at the developmental level in the Oilers organization. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to work with my dad, and 
just uh, last week we started uh, practicing together and it's going to be a challenge to make the difference between uh, uh, my dad and my coach, but I think we're, we're going to enjoy it. i got to ask you about a couple of your teammates. One of them was a Detroit first-round pick, a guy who actually was uh, an exceptional player in the Quebec Major Junior League, Joe Valeno. What can you tell us about him? He's very good. He's a, a great guy, and on the ice, he's always sharp. He always wants to be the best. Uh, uh, even if it's a practice or a game, he, he pushes him, himself to, to be a better player every day. Maxime Comtois played for Team Canada. He was their captain at the World Juniors. What kind of leader was he? He's playing right now for Dallas Aikens down in San Diego. Yeah, yeah he has experience playing in NHL and AHL at the beginning of the season. So he came in Drummondville with the with the Are you surprised that uh, Roran, Naranda, and, and Halifax have done as well as they have in the uh, Memorial Cup? They're doing pretty well. They, they're both uh, a good team, and I'm really excited. I'm really excited for them because I know some guys on both teams, so it's a, it's a it's nice for them. Who, uh, which one of them? Was it Roran, Naranda that beat you guys in round three or Halifax? No, we lost against Halifax. You lost against Halifax. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of Raphael Lavoie? He can shoot the puck. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. He, he's a good uh, shooter. Can play. Yeah. He's going to be a good pick in the NHL, yeah. Okay. Uh, Olivier, we wish you the best of luck. We'll see you at development camp uh, late June, okay? Okay, sounds good. Thank you very much. That's Olivier Rodrigue of the uh, Oilers organization signing an NHL deal a couple days ago. I thought Drummondville was going to beat Halifax in round number three. And frankly, if Olivier had been healthy, I think they would have. I mean, when you don't have your number one goaltender and you lose a series in, uh, I think they lost in six. We know how those things uh, work out. Let's uh, do this. Brennan, you ready to get into uh, NHL today? Brought to you by... Elite promotional marketing. Get the hottest branded items for summer, like blankets, camping chairs, coolers, outdoor games, and more. Elite promotional marketing. Here's Brandon Escott. As you mentioned, Bob, Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Final between St. Louis and Boston goes on Monday. Coverage begins right here on 6.30, Chad, at 6 p.m. The Penguins and Wilds have been working on a trade that would send Phil Kessel and perhaps even Jack Johnson to Minnesota for a package including Jason Zucker. Kessel has a modified no-trade clause, however, but it's definitely been widely rumored that he will be on the move at some point in this offseason. Meanwhile, Jacques Martin will return as an assistant coach for the Penguins after being interviewed for head coaching positions by both Buffalo and Ottawa. An independent arbitrator has ruled Kings defenseman Slava Voinov's once indefinite suspension will end in the middle of next season. Gary Bettman ruled that he would miss all of next year and the 2020 playoffs uh, with the domestic violence incident from years back. But the arbitrator 
credited some games missed this year as part of that. Uh, he has not played since 2014. The Kings also said that he will not be a part of their team when he does return. You mentioned it there, the semi-final at the Memorial Cup goes tonight between Guelph and Rouran Naranda. The winner will face the host Halifax Mooseheads in the final on Sunday. It is a day off at the World Hockey Championship. Canada taking on the Czechs in one of the semi-finals tomorrow morning. Finland and Russia battle it out in the other. Speaking of Russia, they have been awarded the 2023 World Hockey Championship, specifically the city of St. Petersburg. And finally, the NWHL agreed to increase salaries, add benefits, and implement a revenue-sharing model for the Women's League. All of this after more than 200 players agreed to a boycott and then formed a players' union, Bob. All right, well, uh, we'll see where that goes. Uh, 12.26 in Edmonton. You can text us at 6.30, Tweet us at Oilers Now. Uh, for those that are texting asking about Slava Voinov, given the amount of, uh, in a word, no, I would su- suggest highly unlikely. Just he's for a multitude of reasons. Um, they've got lots of defense prospects. He's played in the KHL, and then there's really... Never say never, but uh, yeah, I just, no. Let's just leave it at that. Okay, uh, 1226, you can text us, 630, 630. Tweet us at Oilers now. Bob, we need Hall and Eberle back out of High Prairie. I think you could only get one just in the short term. So I'm going to ask you, Brendan, if you could get Jordan Eberle, like David Perron has, has been with the St. Louis Blues three separate stints, okay? So... Never say never. If you could get Jordan Everly on like a two-year deal at $4 bucks, would you do it? Absolutely. And especially given how he performed in these playoffs, I think that's a no-brainer. Yeah. Ta- you know, I mean, I don't know what kind of... I- I'm just looking, and we're going to bring this up with Elliot Friedman, who's coming down the path here in uh, about uh, six minutes' time. I don't know. Like, to me, it looks like Everly is going to get boxed out of the island moving forward. Um, be intrigued to see what he gets in the open market. But... Uh, Hey, I'd have time for him. Absolutely. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell when we come back, courtesy of our friends at the River Cree Resort and Casino, Elliot Friedman. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.